In this episode, we review the works and impact of two of the greatest figures in the pantheon of musical history. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was a composer, prodigy and towering genius. And Ludwig van Beethoven was the peerless composer who ushered in the Romantic movement in music. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was short, no more than five foot four inches, underweight and pale. His face was pockmarked from a childhood illness. He was cheerful and extravagant, but he was known for his coarse manners and rude sense of humour. This inelegant, unrefined, pockmarked man produced some of the most elegant, refined and beautiful music ever composed. He is one of the greatest musicians of all time. Mozart was born in Salzburg, Austria in 1756. His father, Leopold, was a musician and he quickly recognised a prodigious talent in the boy. Mozart started playing the harpsichord at three. At five he composed pieces. By the time he was seven he was a virtuoso performer on violin and harpsichord. He was taken on tour as a child star, playing in Vienna, Brussels, Paris and London. Everywhere he went, people were amazed at the miracle child. At the age of 12 he wrote his first opera, as well as two symphonies and a mass. In 1769, at the age of 13, he was appointed concert director to the Prince Archbishop of Salzburg, but there was no salary, so he had to earn a living giving performances and teaching. In Salzburg he composed many great works, including symphonies, operas and concertos for piano or violin. He worked continuously and could compose music flawlessly with great speed. He mastered many different musical forms, including chamber music, opera, symphony, sonata, choral works, and even musical comedy. In 1782, at the age of 26, he married Constance Weber, a singer. Generally they were happy, but often in debt. The impecunious composer continued to write soaring and majestic music, in the last year of his short life, he composed the opera The Magic Flute and his great Requiem Mass. He died in Vienna at the age of 35. Although he had been a celebrity as a child performer, his genius as a composer was somewhat overlooked in his later life. He was buried with a dozen other bodies in a pauper's grave, the exact location of which is unknown. He has left a legacy of over 600 musical compositions, a remarkable achievement in such a short life. He is one of the most persistently popular of classical composers, and he exerted a profound influence on the development of Western music. Beethoven was keen to meet him and composed his own early works under Mozart's influence. Joseph Haydn wrote that posterity will not see such a talent again in a hundred years. I would recommend that you watch the 1984 film Amadeus, directed by Milos Forman. And in it, F. Murray Abraham wins an Oscar for his portrayal of Salieri, the court musician at uh, the court in Vienna, who is the only person there who recognises that Mozart, when he arrives, is a towering genius. And Salieri, who is a devout Catholic, prays to God, he said, how can you have given such talent to such an obscene, coarse, 
rude young man. And it's a question we all ask. How can Mozart have been endowed with such amazing genius? Insights for innovators. If you have an outstanding talent, work hard to exploit it. Mozart was pushed by his father to display his virtuosity. He went on to perform and compose in a prolific manner throughout his life. Secondly, keep working at your day job while you develop your great idea. Mozart often had to scramble to make a living. He gave many piano lessons. He attended concerts and gave piano recitals. He visited wealthy people to endeavour to gain patronage. Often he would arrive home at 11 o'clock at night and then start composing for a couple of hours. He did not let the demands of the day job stop him from pursuing his genius. Manage your finances and your health. Although he was a genius with notes, Mozart was poor at managing money. When he had it, he was extravagant. But for long periods, he, his wife and family had little to eat, and he was reduced to sending out begging letters. Had he managed his finances and health better, he might have lived beyond his meagre 35 years and given us even more masterpieces. Possibly the greatest composer of all time, an unceasing innovator, a musical revolutionary. That was Ludwig van Beethoven. Before Beethoven, classical music was genteel, calm, structured according to strict rules and designed to please wealthy patrons. Beethoven introduced the Romantic movement with music that was powerful, disturbing and passionate. He composed nine symphonies, five piano concertos, one violin concerto, 32 piano sonatas and 16 string quartets. He also composed chamber music and opera, choral works including the celebrated Missa Solemnis and songs. He pushed the boundaries of music and changed the way it was composed and listened to. Beethoven was born in 1770 in Bonn, Germany. He was one of seven children, but only he and two younger brothers survived childhood. His outstanding musical talent was obvious at a young age. His father was ambitious to exploit Ludwig as a child prodigy. The boy was a brilliant pianist, and at the age of 13 he was appointed organist of the court of Maximilian Franz, the Elector of Cologne. In 1792 he moved to Vienna, where he met Mozart and Haydn, both of whom influenced the nature of his early musical compositions. He went on to develop his own kind of musical style in what is known as his heroic period. Beethoven said, I am not satisfied with the work I have done so far. From now on, I intend to take a new way. He composed a large number of original works on a grand scale. The first major work in his new style was his third symphony in E-flat, known as the Eroica. It was longer and more ambitious than any previous symphony. It received a mixed reception at its premiere in 1805. Many listeners disliked its length or misunderstood its structures, but some recognised it as a masterpiece. Beethoven had to battle a terrible affliction. At the age of 26, he began to lose his hearing. This was a dreadful blow for a professional musician. It caused him profound depression, and he even considered suicide. He became completely deaf, 
but this adversity impelled him to an intense level of creativity. Beethoven's late period from 1815 until his death in 1827 is characterised by compositions of great innovation, power and intellectual depth. He was acknowledged as a genius during his lifetime. 20,000 people lined the streets at his funeral in Vienna. He was a social revolutionary who deliberately broke normal conventions. Before Beethoven's time, musicians were paid servants of rich patrons. He demanded and received high fees. He disdained authority and social rank. He stopped performing at the piano if the audience were inattentive or chatted among themselves. He supported the ideals of liberation and the French Revolution. He dedicated one symphony to Napoleon, but revoked the dedication when Napoleon declared himself emperor. The fourth movement of his ninth and final symphony contains a choral setting of Schiller's Ode to Joy, an anthem to the brotherhood of humanity. Insights for innovators. Let your hardship inspire your creativity. Your problems and afflictions are trivial compared with those that Beethoven faced. The onset of deafness would have sent many into a spiral of depression. But Beethoven displayed tremendous determination to overcome this setback. He used the affliction of deafness as a spur for even greater and more intense musical innovation. He transformed musical forms and defied social and artistic conventions. Copy the masters, then develop your own style. Many great innovators started by following others before finding their own distinctive voice. Beethoven started writing music in the style of Haydn, Mozart and the great classical composers. As he grew in experience and confidence, he expressed his own unique genius and created new forms of musical expression. Do not feel that you have to be completely different from day one. You can get there over time. Finally, do not play it safe. Keep faith in your own ability and talents. Believe in yourself. Beethoven had great self-belief. He could have written safe compositions to please the audiences of the day, but he knew that he was writing great music that would be recognised by posterity. When musicians complained that they found his music too difficult, he answered, Do not worry. This is music for the future. If you like these short podcast stories, then please consider the book Think Like an Innovator by Paul Sloan, published by Pearson, on which all of these stories are based.